Blog Talk Radio. Fear does not exist in this dojo, does No, that's it! Hey, does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Hey, beast, does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Pain does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, that's it! Defeat does not exist in this dojo, does it? All right, everyone, it's 10 o'clock. You know what time it is. It's time for the majority decision. I am your host, Greg the Truth, coming to you live from the great state of Texas with another great edition of the Majority Decision. The co-host for the night is the Black Belt, Mr. Fayaz. I want to give you a of wonderful course. opportunity to give us a call, 929-477-1077. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, at Majority MMA. Like us on Facebook, The Majority Decision. And uh, if you are so inclined, give us a subscription on iTunes, Blog Talk Radio, Stitcher, Podbean, any medium that which you choose to listen to, the great majority decision. Fayaz, what's up, man? How's it going? Man, it's going, man. I just got through watching uh, Glory, and I was watching some kickboxing, and, uh, you know, luckily I've been, you know, kind of just uh, running through the channels, and I happen to see it because I'm not a big, you know, Oscars guy, man. I don't, you know, turn on the Oscars, and I don't watch all that stuff there, but... Uh, Got to see some kickboxing. It was kind of cool. And, you know, in the title fight, man, the uh, the ref made the champ quit because he kept taking points away from him for clinching. And uh, he just said, you know what, forget you, ref, and gave his belt away. It was, uh, was kind of strange. So the guy just gave up because the ref kept docking him points? Did the ref he... kept docking him points because he kept clinching up. And... Uh, he tried to do it the first time he got docked a point. <clears throat> and he turns around and he, he kind of, you know, waves his hands off like, I'm done, forget you. He got any, any. But the guy he was fighting ran up behind him and starts hitting him. And so he was, you know, so he forced him to continue to fight. And then the next round came out and the same thing happened. He kept clinching up, you know, try, you know, he was, he was fighting, but he kept, you know, ending up in the clinch and, they were doing some stuff, so finally he did it again. Ref grabbed him, took him to the middle, said one point, one point, one point, and that time, that time he walked off and he said, "I'm done, I'm quitting." Ref kept telling him to fight. He said, "No, nah, I'm done, I'm out." And it was uh, it was the strangest thing in the world. So I don't know if if I'm the guy who, you know, if I'm you know in that situation, if I'm the guy who just won the belt. You know, I'm feeling like I kind of just got the shaft on that deal, right? Like, I didn't really win. You know, yeah, you know, the other guy quit, but he didn't really quit because of me. He quit because he got frustrated with the referee. It's kind of weird. So, I mean, uh, the official decision was what? TKO? The official decision was... The no. <laughs> yeah, it was... Uh, Decided not to continue or something like that. That's what the official decision was. 
So it was wow. kind of weird. It was just hey, just withdrew from the fight, decided not to uh, carry on. It's kind of weird. It was shenanigans. Uh, it was, I, I don't. I don't think I've. I don't think I've ever seen anything like it. It was kind of. It was. It was strange. It was uh, the only time I've ever seen anything like it. And I can't remember his name. It was a boxing match a long time ago. It was a Russian guy, Russian or Ukrainian guy, kind of a big dude. He was a, so it was a heavyweight fight. They were fighting, and uh, he just quit. He just decided he didn't want to fight. And his corner was yelling at him, don't do this. Don't do this to yourself. You do this, you're done. Don't do And he just quit. It was weird. He, and that guy actually spent probably the better part of a round just Standing there, not fighting, wouldn't engage, and then uh, and then finally just quit. it was weird. That's that's uh, so. I can say this is the second time I've ever seen it happen, but it's just it's just a strange occurrence when it happens. This is kind of weird, you know. Especially if it's well, a title know, fight. How do you feel if you're the other guy? That's that's you know that's my point behind the whole thing. Well, my mind uh, when you talk about a situation like that, my mind goes right back to Sugar Ray Leonard and Roberto Duran and No Moss. Yeah. There you go. You know that—that's that, what I think there, of. There's there's another it's, one I didn't even crazy. think about that. He just quit. Yeah. So I mean, that's just—it's I don't know. It's just weird. I guess you know you do it for other you do it for reasons. Uh, you know, be, nobody really knows why, but you know. Uh, I mean, was I it late the, in the I fight? Think the guy, I think the guy who. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was like third round or something. Third. I mean, it's a you know kickboxing heavyweight kickboxing. Like that's five rounds, so it was. A, it was a. I think it was in the third round. He just. He said, "I'm done." He yelled at the ref. Pointed. He pointed at the ref. He said something to him after he got that point taken away from him the second time, and then he just decided he just didn't want to fight anymore. He said, "I'm done. I am done." So. I. Uh, I don't know. It's kind of, yeah. It's just kind of weird, man. I don't know. I don't know. You, you know. Uh, and it's it's not even the fact that he quit. It's how do you feel if you're the other guy, right? Because I mean the fight the fight wasn't really that one sided either way. So, I mean you know, it's well I tell you exactly like, how you feel. You feel like give yeah. me my belt, give me my paycheck. I don't care if this guy quit. I trained hard for this fight. Yeah, that's on him. You're right. Yeah, no, I mean you're right. You take your belt, you take your paycheck, right? And then, uh, and then, you know, but I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I, I think, I think from a competitor standpoint, you kind of feel like you didn't really get to take it. You know what I mean? So it's kind of, I don't know. It's weird. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm overthinking that one a little bit, but I don't know. Well, maybe a few days later, you sit down and you think about it. And, you know, if the guy wants a rematch, you, you talk about a rematch. But I think in the moment, Man, you know, it's not my fault this guy gave up. Give me my belt, give me my time to feel good True. about being a world champion, which very few people get the opportunity to be. And uh That is correct. In true Nick Diaz and or in true Nate Diaz form, you walk out of there with a pocket full of cash. <laughs> did you hear that? Did you hear Nate Diaz say that? Oh oh I did. I did. I saw that video. He said, "Well, what is your game plan?" And uh, you know, he kind of he kind of juked a little. He was like, "I'm gonna do a little," whoosh, whoosh. and uh, you know, he even made he made sound effects, which made me love yes. Nate Diaz even more. 
at that moment when he made sound effects. He said, I'm going to do a little, you know, and then I'm going to, you know, I'm going to, you know, hit him and you know, not get, or something like that, hit him and not get hit and then uh, go home with a pocket full of cash. Of course, he was a little bit more expletive, used a few more expletives than uh, I just did. But, uh, yeah, that was, uh, I like that. <laughs> I'm not, I'm going to say I kind of enjoyed that. I thought that's, that's a great game plan. <laughs> Especially if the sound, if sound, anytime sound sound effects are involved, your game plan oh, yeah. goes up a notch. Oh yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. When sound effects are involved, when you know you're putting in kung fu theater sound effects, that's that's just the best. You can't beat that. Hashtag winning. <laughs> well, let, let's let's get right into it. And on behalf of the black belt, I just want to tell every listener that. Uh, and also on behalf of myself, that we're not the kind of guys to say, we told you so, but we told you so. (laughs) (laughs) No, Michael Bisping walks away with a unanimous decision victory over Anderson Silva. And while I like to gloat a little bit because I did think he was going to win, I do have to say the fourth round was really, really close. And I give Michael Bisping one and two. Silva obviously took three. And I think five was pretty obvious. I think four was the close one. And I think I had to give that one to – I might have I might have given that one to Anderson. Yeah. Um, but uh, either way, Bisping gets his hand raised. And, uh, man, what, what do you make of – what do you make of the what do you make of the whole fight in general, the crazy non stoppage and man, it was controversial. I don't th- I don't think they scored that knee. I think it was it was right on the bell or right after the buzzer, wasn't it? He I don't think they scored it. you know what I mean? I don't think they counted it. You know, all the all the headlines are you know, Bisping gets knocked out but he still wins the fight. I think that was either right on or after the bell and I don't think uh, I don't think they scored it. I don't think they counted it. They did. It whatever was, else. It was before the bells. It was before the bell. All three judges scored that. Scored that round ten to nine. So yeah. Done. Well, he got up. He recovered. Now he put out. You know, Michael Bisping dropped Anderson Silva twice for her stand second round. So you got to give him that. He threw a little bit more volume. Um. You know, towards the end there, it did get close. <laughs> but I don't know. I, you know, towards the end there, you get close, and I said, "Well, you know, the only real damage Anderson Silva did to Michael Bisping was that one knee." So, but it went back and forth. I don't know, man. I don't know. I, I don't know about unanimous. I wouldn't give him a unanimous decision on that one. But yeah, I could see I could see losing in somebody's hometown to a split decision. Yeah, you know, I thought it was a close fight. I thought um, probably if I'm looking, if I'm thinking about the fight overall, I I, I think Michael Bisping did enough to win. Um, I think Anderson Silva basically slept through the first and second round, and slept through yeah. most of the third round, uh, for that matter. Didn't really start to move around very much until uh, the the fourth and the fifth round. By that time, I think it was way too late. Um, 
looking at Anderson Silva, I really think not only it's I, I think not only is it obvious that he's lost a step. He he was not fast. He looked very timid to me. He didn't let he never he kicked with his left leg probably under four times, which was the one that he broke. Um, which right. would make me think that he's still a little nervous about that, and rightfully slow, rightfully so. Um, you know, he, he he was flat-footed, man. He just didn't he, he didn't have it to me. He didn't have it to me, and uh, he, he he didn't look the same. Yeah. You know, may, maybe Father Time has just finally caught up to him. He gets everybody. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I think. Uh... I think you just kind of underestimated Michael Bisping. Well, Michael Bisping probably couldn't didn't couldn't finish, couldn't knock him out. Um, you know, didn't damage him a whole lot. You know, Anderson Silva played a lot. He hung out a lot and hung out a lot on you know on the fence. But you know, Michael Bisping. You know, when when the, when Anderson Silva was playing there, Michael Bisping hit him. I mean, he did. You know, he did land shots. You know, while he was doing that, and you know that's scoring points. So Anderson Silva hit him with a lot more, I would say, precise damaging shots. So, but I guess I guess if you look at the overall volume of strikes thrown and landed, I mean, uh, that's you're probably going to look at Michael Bisping on that. But I wouldn't call it unanimous decision. If anything, I thought he edged out a very close split decision. Yeah. Uh, I agree. I mean, I think I think the fight really could have went either way. Um, yeah, if they I if think they the would have called Anderson Silva the winner, I would have been just as you know, I would have been like, oh yeah, okay, that's fine. I wouldn't have been mad about it. It wouldn't have been like, oh, he got robbed. That fight could have gone anyway, and you know, I'm surprised it went to. Uh, I'm surprised. That, I'm surprised it was called a unanimous decision. Unanimous. That all three guys went his way. Yeah, I, I yeah. think that uh, you know, looking looking at the fight, I, I, Anderson fought flat-footed to me. He, he didn't move. There was very little head movement that that were that I, I'm usually normal to seeing from him. And he he got caught moving backwards a lot. He didn't circle very much, uh, it, which allowed Michael Bisping to stalk him really. And Bisping yeah. did a really good job of keeping out of the distance of the counter strikes from Anderson and he just did what he's done to so many other guys and that's just outpoint him. You know, Biz we talked about this on the last show. Bisping's not a he's not a knockout threat. But the guy doesn't get tired and he doesn't give up. And, you know, he, he persevered to the end. The knee was unfortunate. I, I think they might have been a little too hard on Herb Dean. Um I think Dean was in the process of trying to move in to give Bisping the the mouth guard, but at the same time, I think he didn't want to get in the way because the round was coming to an end. So it was, it was right. a tough call. Right. That's uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it is what it is. It it came and it went, and stupid things happen. Right. I mean, Herb Dean, I guess it could have called time, but didn't call time. And, you know, if the fight keeps going and you as a fighter keep fighting, then, uh, you know, I guess Herb Dean thinks maybe you're okay and you're just going to last out the round. So, you know, that's kind of, it's kind of yeah. a weird deal, but, but you know, you I just don't, never know. Yeah. I don't blame Herb Dean for that. I blame Michael Bisping. 
You know, right. the, 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 one of the first things that the ref tells you is protect, protect yourself, yourself at, all, at all times. That is correct. You're going to drop your correct. hands uh, with with arguably the greatest of all time standing right. three feet away from you. What do you What do you think's going to happen? Right. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's that's absolutely correct. I mean. He's he's like anybody in there, right? Especially Anderson Silva, right? All he has to hit you is his one good one. That guy is pinpoint accuracy. You know, he sticks anything he, he sticks anything smaller than a penny on you, he can probably hit it. I mean, it's just right, and you you're gonna put your hands down, right? And then he's in the clinch, and he's gonna fly in there, and he's gonna knock you out with a knee. I mean, that's crazy. I mean, and I can't even believe Michael Bisping could still stand up after that was a ridiculous knee. I, right I thought his head money. was gonna right. come off. Yeah, that was crazy. Right on the money. Yeah, that was so, uh, so that that was a knee that uh, in the past has uh, put a lot of people away. So would you, I don't know if you call that saved by the bell or what that was, but uh, that, that's a knee that in the past has uh, probably laid some people, put some people to sleep completely. Well, you know, as much as as much as receiving the knee, I guess, was Bisping's fault for putting his hands down, I think you have yeah. to put a little uh, – you know, you have to have a little issue with Anderson Silva there. You know, he, he drops him and then turns and walks away and starts to celebrate. If he stays on him, that fight's over. You know, so you can't you can't do because you can't do the the walk off the walk off knockout doesn't always well, work. Well, the bell rang though, right? Right no, after he got no, there beat. was still seconds. No, there was time. There was time for him to jump on top of him. It was it was the the knee was was right. At I think around the 13 to 14 second mark, and this thing went down. Again. Yeah, and uh, there there was there was time for him to throw in some extra points had he swarmed on and he didn't do it. He turned around and started celebrating. He, even even if it was the end of the round, and he still turned around and celebrated like he won the fight. I mean, you know, you, you need to know that you need to make sure that you won the fight first. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. I don't have to watch it again. It looked like it was that close to me to where uh, he got need and that, uh, he got need right at the bell. So I don't I don't know if uh, I don't know. I just have to watch it again. Either way, <laughs> either way, that knee that knee probably cru- crushed the whole left side of uh, Michael Bisping's face. And you know, luckily it wasn't pinpoint on the eye because uh, Michael Bisping. Already detached one retina, you know. Not, I think I think uh, that knee was on his good side. Yeah, you know, like you said, that those knees have uh, shut a few guys, closed a few guys out in the past. So I think I think the next question that you got to ask here is: this, Michael Bisping, this was obviously the biggest fight of his career. This was his world title fight, if he never gets one. But since he now that he's got the win. Does he leapfrog everyone else aside from Chris Weidman, obviously, who's got the next shot at Luke Rockhold? They are going to do the immediate rematch. Um, does he jump Jacare? Does he jump Vitor uh, uh, to 
say, hey, I'm next in line to finally get the ever-elusive title shot. Bisping's been around for 10 years, has yet to fight for a title. Is it his time yeah. now that he's got the win over Silva? Man, I don't know about that. I, I don't I don't know if they'll give it to him. I mean, I think, uh, I think Dan White thinks he lost that fight. Did he, I mean, did Bisping fight? He fought. You know, at no time was Biz, Michael Bisping never in the fight until the mouthpiece the whole mouthpiece issue. But, you know, I don't, I don't know. You know, it, it always comes down to performance, you know, and everything there. You know, we said the same thing about Ryan Bader, right? The guy goes on a super run, you know, puts a, uh, puts a you know, less than, you know, spectacular performance together, beats Rashad Evans, and, uh, they're like, well, it wasn't that exciting, so we're going to go ahead and give you one more fight and then just, you know, just gets flattened in it. So, I don't know. I don't know, man. If if uh, if that if that puts Bisping anywhere in a title hunt, I think they're going to make him fight one more time. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with that. I, we, we put a poll up on the Twitter, you know, asking what other people thought. Uh, should he get the title shot if he wins? That was before the fight ever took place. And uh, most people, I think, said yes, but I, I agree. I think even with the win, I think he probably still needs at least one, if not two more wins before he starts talking title shot. Um, but, you know, a, a great performance nonetheless. More disappointed in Anderson Silva's performance than I am uh, Michael Bisping's, but uh, you know you can't take anything away from from Bisping. I think he had a great game plan, and it obviously worked out for him. Let's talk about Gegard Mousasi and Talos Lidas. We won't we won't spend too much time on this fight, but it was a co-main event, so we do want to talk just a little bit about it. Mousasi, you know, pretty much snoozes his way to victory, or or at least he put most of the crowd to sleep, and they yeah. they booed him. But what I thought was interesting was after the fight, when they asked him, and I believe it was in the post-fight press conference, they asked him, you know, what do you think about all the booze that you were getting? And basically he said, I mean, basically what he said is that he doesn't care what the fans think. Uh, you know, they're not the ones in the cage. And then he kind of right. retracted what he said. But you know what? He's right. If that's what it takes to get the win, that's what you got to do. Right. I mean, uh I you know I guess you, I guess you do what you can you know you play to you play to your strength to do what you need to do to win a fight if uh, you know people don't like it or people boo or you know anything like that you you can't really get mad at them I think at one point not too long ago we saw Joseph Benavides win a fight which I personally thought he lost and you know everybody booed when he got his hand raised and he you know he lashed back out against against the crowd. I think there's one other guy who did that too once and uh you know your your fans you, your fans kind of do make you but at the same time you know they don't really understand what's happening in there and uh it, you know it's the same thing man. You know I I call them armchair quarterbacks. I don't know what you'd call them. I don't know what you call them in the fight world, but it's uh, you know he's going to do what he has to do to win the fight. And if that's what, that's what worked out to be in his best favor, 
then uh, then that's what he has to do to you know stay in the game, right? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You know, he he needed a win, and he did what he needed to do to get it done. So to close out Fight Night '84, they had a they had a pretty good showing there. Sixteen thousand fans had a two million dollar gate. A uh, very very impressive turnout by the fans over there in London. Yeah. So let's move on and let's talk about. We're not going to get into the main event tonight. We might touch on the co-main event of next week because we want to save that for Friday. Um, but of course, finally, UFC 196 is next Saturday, uh, March the 5th, from the MGM Grand Garden Arena with a spectacular double main event. First question. Conor McGregor, obviously we, we know Diaz stepped in for Dos Anjos. It's no longer a title fight. Yet Conor McGregor, on name alone, maintains the main event spot. Right. And they have prioritized him over the title fight. This is something that I've criticized other companies for doing. Right. The championship, and this is something that Dana White has said multiple times, that the championship always goes above, at the top, goes to the top of the card. What does this say about Conor McGregor? <laughs> you know what? I think, I think at the end of the day, they didn't want it I don't know, man. Maybe they didn't want it to be a three-round fight, right? Because I was thinking, okay, so they're going to get bumped down the co-main event. It's going to be a three-round fight. So, you know, is that going to be a fun fight to watch, right? You know, Nate Diaz, Conor McGregor, if it gets out of the first, only for three rounds. I wouldn't mind seeing those guys go, you know, three or, you know, three or four. You could do it. And then they, then when they said, well, they're going to go ahead and keep them there as the main event, that's uh, that that is kind of odd to me, but you know, there, there's nothing really I can do about it. So, as far as no, what it says for Conor, as far as what it says for Conor McGregor, yeah, he's. I mean, he, obviously the guy's a draw, right? So if you're a draw, then uh, I guess you 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 ride with the money. Well, McGregor mania is running wild. The C in UFC stands for Conor. Connor, is that Edgar. right? <laughs> yeah, that's what Frankie Edgar said. Yeah. So uh, I saw that. I saw that. You know but, something else. Uh, something else is kind of interesting to me that that you know, and I guess not that big of a deal, but uh, Diego Sanchez versus Jim Miller. I like this fight a lot. It's uh, relegated to the fight pass preliminary card. A little surprise. Wow. That, uh, two pretty good named guys aren't going to get to fight on TV. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, that is kind of strange. You know, maybe, uh, maybe, you, you know what? That'll be the fight they show if there's a lapse in time and, uh, there's a lot of knockouts, you know, between the main card fights. That'll be the fight, uh, they show in between just, to pick up some, pick up some time there. I'm I'm kind of excited. I want to see that fight. So uh, yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm hoping Jim Miller Jim Miller pulls that one off. But I mean, I can kind of see why you know. So they're the main event of the prelim card, right? 
of the Fight Pass version of the Breedlove card. So they're not even on Fox Sports One. Oh, they're so on they're not even on. Internet. They're not even on TV. Oh man. No, they're not okay, even well, on TV. Wow. I think they made a mistake there. They should have put those guys on TV. That's. Uh, I think that's going to be a fight that uh, if you're if you're a fan, that's a fight you want to see. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a that's a very fan fan friendly fight, and I think. I, you know, I think I tend to lean towards Jim Miller in that one. I think Jim Miller's probably going to be a little too technical for Sanchez. Yeah. But, uh, man, that, that should be a barn burner <laughs> fight. And, and I, you're exactly right. I think if they have timing issues and some fights end early, this is the one that's going to be uh, filling time for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, man. There's going to be some blood. Somebody, I'm hoping somebody gets finished in that fight. Yeah. So, anyway, so... The, the cards next week, well, we'll get into it more deeper on Friday. So you want to make sure that you're back with us on Friday at 10 p.m. Also want to throw this plug out there. I'm going to be on Fox Sports Radio in Las Vegas, 1340 a.m. Heatwave Sports talking uh, UFC 196 tonight at uh, 12 o'clock Central or 12 a.m. Central time. So if you're awake, show some support, tune in and listen. But as always, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Majority MMA. Like us on Facebook and all that jazz. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Have a great week. And get ready, get ready, get ready, because Nate Diaz and Conor McGregor are fighting on Saturday night. Thank you.